welcome to the Codeplay Culture Podcast, where we discuss tech, gaming, health, and the world around us. Welcome back, everyone, to Codeplay Culture Podcast. Rui and Logan back at it again, rapping again with a bunch of friends. We are talking about retro gaming today. Rui, what's going on? Retro gaming, man. Nothing going on. Just here getting my... Uh, Getting my retro game fix, you know, chatting about old games, playing old games, getting into the mindset. That's that's it, man. Retro yeah. shirt on, man. Oh yeah, man. Say all your beer are belong to me. <laughs> so like that's a uh, for those that don't know, that is what a throwback to. It's a uh, <clears throat> it's a throwback to an old game. Um, I can't remember the name. Is this Space uh, Invaders? Nope. Um, um, is it? It was as, uh, asteroids. No, no, no. It, it was um, shoot. What was it called? Oh, Zero Wing on the Sega Genesis. <laughs> I mm. had to Google that. Basically, oh, it, it was um, all your base are belong to us. That was one of the uh, one of the cutscenes, and, and that yeah. became a meme, of course, as you know, because of the translation. Like probably yeah. like a Japanese made game or whatever it is. And uh, <laughs> exactly, it was you know you know Code Pen. Yeah. So like. Um, for the you know, I gotta stop saying for those that don't know. But for those that don't know, um, Code <laughs> Pen is just a you know a way of like taking some um, HTML or CSS, JavaScript, some like web web code, and like putting it online for people to use, consume, and rank. Like, oh, this is really good. But they sent out. Um, I subscribe to their newsletters of like, I think it's like once a week. It's um, it's really useful to see some of the highlights of the community of what they've made. And they kind of mm-hmm. ended it with like all, all your uh, base are belong to us or whatever. And I was nice. like, that's kind of cool. Like, cause like <laughs> if you're going to like do something like that, you got to be like borderline nerdy, but also, you know, a little, um, you know, a little cool too. Right. Because if you go super nerd, then you're not cool. If you try to be cool, right. you're not cool. So it's kind of yeah, like yeah. weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That balance, that balance is, is, um, yeah. You need that balance, right? So um, retro gaming and how it's like changed over the years with remakes and remasters um, and how the level design of the previous ones have um, influenced um, the future versions. Um, When I got Xbox 360 when it came out and it red ringed of death like four times, meaning that, Mm -hmm. you know, I replace, I, they luckily replaced it brand new four times with, you know, three additional consoles because of that, um, red ring of death. Um, basically like when you get these red rings on the power and then it would, it would not power on anymore. It's almost like the graphics card, like, um, died or the power supply or it melted or whatnot. And I remember they were coming out with this thing called, um, Anyhow, like I loved Xbox 360 and all that stuff. Of course, I would yeah. suffer that endurance because I just loved it. And they were releasing this tech called uh, um, Video Games Live, right? Sorry, not Video mm-hmm. Games Live. Video uh, Xbox Live Arcade. So right. Video Games Live is the Tommy Tallarico concert, um, which, by the way, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would re-release retro games a bit, right? But with mm-hmm. like a new like um like updated graphics and whatnot one of the ones on there that i i I fell in love with i never played the original it was geometry wars oh yeah Um, and then they came out with geometry wars 2 and it was just such a 
like a um, steampunk, um, you know, explosions, Tron like top down um, dual uh, twin stick shooter, right? Yeah. So like your left stick on the controller will move your character and the mm-hmm. right stri- stick <clears throat> will choose the direction to fire in, which means that you can, you know, go to the right and then you can point to the left. So go to the right with the left stick. Actually, if I explain this probably go to the left <laughs> with the left stick and point right with the right stick would mean you would veer to the left and shoot to the right. And then you could kind of move around with this twin stick action and yeah. just point and shoot, which that that I never experienced that kind of controls. But <clears throat> that was in retro games for a while. The twin right. stick level. Smash, of, uh, uh, yeah, Super Smash TV, right? That one comes yeah. to mind when I think of twin stick. Yes, that was the OG one, right? And right. everything else copied that controller style. Like, I believe that there wasn't anything, you know, earlier than that one. But mm-hmm. yeah, that. What's your um, favorite twin stick? Either retro or retro reboot. Um. So retro, retro reboot. I'd have to say. So for retro, I'd say Smash TV. That was the one that that stands out to me. That was the. Uh, that was the OG and. Uh, yeah, that was my first brush with Twin Stick, and and I loved it. That was, I think, that was my favorite, you know, in terms of retro. But there have been some other ones that um, really cool. I can't remember off the top of my head, but there were like uh, a couple of zombie fighting games. What was that one called? Alienation. <laughs> I can't remember now. Yeah, there it was, was a, a Twin Stick. One. Do you remember that zombie one on PS PS Three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so do. that I one was really fun. Game. Um, it was, let's just look at zombie up. nation, zombie, zombie twin stick, twin stick shooter is a PS3, right? Yeah. yeah. Dead nation. Oh, dead nation. <laughs> yeah. Dead that was nation. pretty close. Man, I haven't tried um, that one. And that was like, man, that 1080p. game is fun. Yeah. Uh, yes. It was 1080p. It had to be right. It's PS3. Yep. Did you, right. uh, did you see that announcement from Sony? It was about, uh, four days ago. Um, or I guess, um, if people are looking for the exact, I think it was the 25th of May. So when he had a conference and they announced these new noise canceling PS5 earbuds and also the new controller mm-hmm. that has a giant screen in it that looks like the Wii U or the Nintendo switch. Yeah. Um, so you can and, stream your games, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Interesting. Interesting that they didn't go too much into it. Right. Mm-hmm. And they said, stream your games locally on Wi-Fi, Right. Right. So then if you think about it, that's exactly what, um, uh, Wii U did where yeah. it, it did, it wasn't Bluetooth. It wasn't 2.4, you know, gigahertz wireless. I mean, it could have been, but it, the technology was Wi-Fi direct. So the right. Wii U direct to the Wii U console. Mm-hmm. And you get a lot of good, you know, one-to-one, you know, no, zero, zero to low latency. You have to be relatively close. Right. Yeah. Because the range is, is not very far, right? Yeah. It's limited. That, that'd be kind of cool for retro games or anything where imagine, you know, as a coder, you and I sitting at our desk, um, we get like a, um, a piece of work that we're working on for, you know, current um, client and then. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, okay, add this, add that. So we do that. We commit and we want to just take, you know, five, 10 minute break. We got this controller sitting on our desk that is like mm-hmm. Wi-Fi direct to PS5. Yeah. And we're just like, yeah, let's play a little, you know, Asteroid Space Invaders or full-blown mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid uh, um, Omega 
is it Omega or Omega Remake Snake Eater? Do you see that? No, I didn't, man. So you know Snake Eater or Metal yeah. Gear Solid Three, or it's um. So obviously, uh, uh, Hideo Kojima is like, you know, screw you guys, I'm going home, and you know, does his own thing, mm-hmm. and then. But, you know, Konami's like, well, we don't need you. We got Metal Gear Solid. And yeah. um, he's like, he's like, tr- and then he's like, try to make one without me. And then they're like, oh, he's right. You know what? But we're just going to go down the remaster route, right? So right. they announced the, uh, it's not called Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Metal Gear Solid Delta um, yeah. Snake Eater. And Delta apparently is a throwback to, there was like a Delta team that they were all part of or the mm-hmm. kind of politicians and stuff. So it is snake eater. They showed like some awesome cutscenes of different bosses, like the, the parrot from the boss, the end, um, the toad from the boss. Uh, I forget that they had all these cool names like the end. And, mm-hmm. um, but anyhow, I'm excited about that one because, you know, knock on wood. How could they mess that up if they all, all they have to do is, uh, so I got to knock on wood again, because that seems like the karma or the, uh, Murphy's law on that is like exponentially high the way that I said it there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's not retro, but you know, you know, this whole remaster thing is a way to relive these games. Right. Right. Um, I never played my my earliest brush with like very old games. This is predating um, my first console was NES. Mm-hmm. Um, was a neighbor had um, I think like an Atari twenty six hundred or I'm not sure if that was the second one, but yeah. they had games like um, ET and Pitfall, mm-hmm. and it had that controller with like the joystick and right. a button, like a red button. Um, but what was it for you? Did you have like Commodore 64 or any of that kind of stuff? No, my, my first console was an NES. So that was my first system. First one I, I engaged in and played for hours on end. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was an NES, man. I didn't have any friends that had a Commodore or, or PC. I did have a friend that had a PC. That yeah. was at the same time I had an NES, right? And PC games yeah. are always this, um, this like, you know, untapped world, this mysterious, you know, yeah. this, this mystery, right? That's how I saw PC retro gaming. It's like this big mystery to unravel. But yeah. yeah, I had an NES and that's all that's all I played, man. Atari, that was before my time for sure. Isn't it nice that like with NES, like with the controllers not being wireless and no internet connection because internet I either it. didn't exist or it was just like, I can't remember because I think the first like internet enabled console was like the Dreamcast or the PS2. But can't remember. Yeah, it was one of those, yeah. Yeah, with uh, Star Fantasy Online with Dreamcast. And then Final Fantasy Online with PS2, yeah. 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 Um, um, But, like, you would just sit with your spouse, not spouse, you would sit with your (laughs) sibling or your friend. Yeah, I was married at, like, five. It was forced. (laughs) It was, like, a harsh upbringing. Like, there's still lawyers looking into, not lawyers, like law enforcement, (laughs) Um, sit on the carpet you know, in front of the TV, you know, eyes glued to it for hours with a friend. Um, And then I remember like my parents would make fun of me when playing like Super Mario because like I'd hold Mm -hmm. the controller never experience this. And when I would jump over the crack, I would tilt the controller like I was trying to get over. So I'd jump and like I thought if I could just, you know, bring my arms far to the right, I would just make the crack. (laughs) But um, it's funny that 
you know, then they go and put motion controls in, you know, because right, that's kind right. of natural. Um, but yeah, the, uh, they did remake a lot of that stuff too. Like the side scrollers is a whole yeah. retro remake, you know, plethora. Yeah. Yeah. They have, and you know what? Um, yeah. Couch co-ops were amazing, man. Playing, playing back in the day with your friends. Yeah. Just all sitting next to you, you know, your siblings. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's a magic that you can't replicate, man. Online gaming is, is fun, yeah. but it's not the same, right? Yeah. It's not the same. And, uh, you know, you sit there, you know, you're sitting there playing an online game. You, you do something, you, you're typically silent, right? You know, you're just, yeah. who are you going to talk to? Um, yeah. But when you have people next to you, man, you know, you got your buddy there, you just whack him in the arm. No, you yeah. tease each other. <laughs> yeah. That magic is, is gone, but they still, of course, make couch co-ops even, even today, right? So couch yes. co-op games and some good ones. Yep. Um, I, I would say, um, you know, I, probably controversial, but mm -hmm. I will say, um, if you, for a second, just completely cast aside, maybe Goldeneye on Nintendo 64, mm -hmm. I, tr I'm a firm believer that split screen ruined a uh, couch co-op for the world. It, so if you, you can so? just, yeah, if you can just mentally park maybe, um, uh, Goldeneye and any kind of ones that really did it well, um, um, it is just awful taking like, even if you have an 85 inch TV and dividing that in four. Right. So, um, the, the kids and I have been going on this rampage of finding uh, local couch co-op multiplayer games without mm -hmm. split screen. So the one that we're playing and, and dude, you and I have to play when you, um, come over next is it is, um, a new, I think it's called adventure of sack boy, which is the new, you know, little big adventure, not little big adventure, little um, big, planet. whatever the Sony, yeah, little big planet. Yeah. Um, and you just, you know, it's a drop in as soon as you connect the controller, it's all on one screen work nice. as a team. Um, obviously the difficulty will linearly or exponentially get more difficult as new players join mm -hmm. because they have to scale the difficulty. Um, yeah. but no split screen, you're all on there. And, um, I, I first noticed this, like this opinion, um, which, um, again, controversial, but you know, I, I do believe that it pretty much if, if split screen never came into the picture, yeah. um, but well, if it never came into the picture, there would probably never be any online, you know, because then, you know, you could logically think each of those four screens could be their own console. Right. Land right. It was, it was, a, like that. It was an evolution, right? Yeah. A necessary yeah. evolution. Um, mm. but, but that, you know, if you think of the split screen as like divisions, like we're divided, we're not playing the same game. We have our own thing, you know, the yeah. divide and conquer thing. It's not really a team building kind of thing. It's more competitive and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, all on one, whether it's, you know, uh, uh, you know, street fighter, Mortal Kombat, whatever. Right. Um, or just like a top down isometric team, um, mm -hmm. game. And the other thing I think that really buried, um, online, sorry, that really, um, messed up the couch multiplayer is the competitiveness. Not everyone loves to just jump in and compete with friends because some people right. are like, no, no, like, uh, can we all be on the same team? whether that's an adverse uh, adversity to losing or a adversity to competitiveness or the person you're playing with is like a, a sore winner or a sore loser. Right. Right. That kind of stuff. Like, so I would say the funnest thing ever is, you know, 
we're all on the same team, right? And mm-hmm. there's no split screen. Um, and we're working to build together or, um, you know, have a common set of tasks and goals. Right. I, I love split screen, man. I have to say, yeah. I, I think split screen is awesome. Um, there's this cool one, you know, the, the problem with, with cheating when you have split screen, right? You can see yeah. where the guy is, right? Yeah. yeah. So PlayStation, or I, I bought a game on, on the PS store called screen cheat. Yeah. It's, it's a split screen game. Have you seen this game? No. So it's a split screen game, you know, two or four players. Yeah. And the object is to screen screen peek and see where you, cause you, all the characters are invisible. So you're playing oh. split screen. They're both invisible. So you have oh, no man. choice, but That's to look so at cool. his, your enemy's screen or your person sitting next to you screen yeah. in order to kill them. You have to gauge their position and where yeah. they are and then shoot in that direction. So yeah. it's called screen screen cheat. And it's, oh, it's fabulous. dude. <laughs> what a game. That's cool. That's cool. We got to try it, that. That's on so PS4. Yeah. It's on PS4. Yeah, nice. I have it in my library, so I can uh, next time we get together, we we yeah, can man. play it. Those um, other ones, like the Fall Guys, and anyone where it's like uh, ragdoll physics and flopping around, those seem to be really fun too. They're fun, like Gang Beasts, right? That's you know, couch co-op all on one yeah. screen, and uh, it's fun. But uh, Fall Guys is not uh, couch co-op, right? Right. Yeah, it's it's single player, right? Yeah, it's online multiplayer only. What was the one that we were playing before that had the kind of Fall Guys look like they're kind of gelatinous characters, but mm-hmm. it was like, you know, falling off a building and trying to get up and like, you so know, that was holding on. And, yeah, that was yeah. it. There was another one that was on, um, you know, PlayStation Plus subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like your two astronauts and you're just floating through space and you got to hold each other's hands and like use the right stick to pull things off. It's like each uh, stick is like a limb. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's kind of like, it's fun. It's like, it's frustrating. Right. But it's really yeah. fun. I think it was like kids uh, enjoyed it. Um, and I don't think they spent enough time to it to really get into it, but it is challenging. Like mm-hmm. the fact that you like throw everything out the window, you know, of like a control scheme. Right? right. And it's like relearning how to use the the controller, right? But yeah. uh Mortal Kombat One. You see that? Mm. Oh yeah. It is a remaster remake and mm-hmm. uh again of a retro game. When that came out on NES and uh Genesis Sega Genesis, Sega Genesis had blood and right. NES had dirt. Like it looked like little <laughs> those dirt that could yeah, it was mud that came off the people. <laughs> but um that's interesting. And, but I don't know, like, uh, Mortal Kombat went way, you know, it's like they were almost into like, you know, ha- like rap. And then they w- went into like hardcore gangster murder music because like so much like skull cracking and like all that yeah. stuff where like it, it was like that, you know, back in the day, but it was like touches where it's like, now it's like a watch and it's like, geez, it's like it's pretty extreme, right? Yeah. I'm like, holy moly. Like I need to. <laughs> I need to fast, not have food in my belly while I'm watching this stuff. Right? But <laughs> uh, that's kind of violence. Cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a bit over the top, the top violence now. Yeah. They should probably is. calm down with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Way they, back. It was fun, man. What a yeah. fun game. And, and yeah, that whole blood thing when you're a kid and then you realize that um, yeah, you're playing the Nintendo version you realize that Genesis has the blood. You feel cheated. I yeah. felt cheated, man. For <laughs> sure. like, where's my blood? Where's the yeah, blood? Yeah. Yeah, and now they just have blood as like a setting. 
So sometimes like mm-hmm. I'll go, I mean, it's hard to like, you know, turn off that kind of Blendjet, the portable blender that allows you to make delicious and healthy smoothies on the go. With its powerful motor and compact design, you can blend your favorite fruits and veggies anytime, anywhere. Say goodbye to unhealthy fast food and hello to a healthier lifestyle with Blendjet. For 12% off a Blendjet 2, use coupon code CODEPLAY12. Stuff, but yeah, you know, if I have um, maybe one of my you know kids sitting next to me and there's a game where I can dial back the violence, so it you know, I, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll definitely do that or yeah. I'll you know put on a wholesome game to play, you know. Yeah, some games still reason. have that that gore toggle. Yeah, like even even today, I saw a more recent game where you can toggle the uh, the amount of gore. And yes. Blood. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Last of Us Uncharted um, and uh, even Resident Evil Four Remaster has a dial, which mm-hmm. I think is like blood on on and off, the gore level up and down, and that yeah. would just be like, hey, you know, for the blood part, maybe there's like when you shoot instead of like some spray it, it'll just like go uh you know like almost like a punch right and you know that's that's um because there's it's a slippery slope with that right because yes it's definitely a um functional convenience to have in like situations where you're protecting certain people like a parental mm-hmm. control situation um right you know but it's a slippery slope where, where like i noticed in um Resident Evil 4, the remaster, the amount of settings that are in that game almost suggests that they kind of didn't 100% know uh, what they wanted to do. And they're like, you know what? Leave that up to the end user. Because if you overdo settings, even in like apps, right? Or websites, Mm -hmm. then it's almost like, you know, Steve Jobs would say that, you know, we're going to tell them what they want as opposed to let them pick and then be wrong, right? So it's a bit of a slippery slope, but... I would say if you're going to provide all of these options, just whatever options like are default should be like, you know, what the Steve Jobs level of this is what they want should be. Right. But as you know, RE4 was not like that. And you and I were both getting motion sickness from it, yeah. from the default settings. Um, That's right. That was really weird, right? Never had mm-hmm. that since PSVR, like just, okay, now I'm sick, you know, because I'm playing this game. Um, yeah. But yeah, who knew you don't have to add so much to just have something beautiful, right? Right. Of course, man. So there's beauty in simplicity. That's for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. So going back to um, retro, man, retro. What do you think the um, the best retro company? So going back to like the 80s decade. Yeah. Who do you think was the one? The, what was the the pinnacle of that that decade? It was like the NES days, right? Or no, that's NES. before that. No, eighties. Like NES, NES was eighties. Okay, it was okay. I'm pretty sure um, it was like eighty five to like okay, ninety something. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, Nintendo, like, as starting as a, uh, pink pinko pachinko. There's some kind of like arcade level of um, gambling company with cards or something. Right. Like their right. origin, like that. That really you know, spring booted them to, to prosperity on the first party games. Like they just created these beautiful characters that were so captivating. Like NES had Zelda, um, you know, Donkey Kong, I think was out before that in arcades with, mm-hmm. you know, the first sighting of Mario going up 
the platforms. Um, I really feel like Nintendo came out on top with that console war and then Sega has been struggling ever since to produce a Sonic the Hedgehog that just is okay. Right. Right. Every new one, they're like, how about this? How about that? And like, it's, I'm not sure where they're getting the money for this, you know? Um, And even though the last Sonic that came out was like frontiers or something was incredible. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just, I I don't, I feel like there's not just not an appetite for it or something. I don't know what's going on. Sonic has always been a good game, man. Ever since its inception, it's always been good, but yeah, Yeah. it hasn't gained the traction that super Mario has. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, but I would say, the pinnacle for me was, um, I don't know, just finding my love for games and it, and it just snowballed from there. I'm like, what mm-hmm. other platforms can I experience games on? And trying to get a PC and trying mm-hmm. to get, and super Nintendo was like, wow, this is like way better, you know, and it, the yeah. controller just fit, you know, your hands and, yeah. um, yeah. So that was the whole thing. I, I never had anyone that had like, uh, a Jaguar or like a 3DO or right. Um, I didn't know a lot of people at the time that had like computer games. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, for me, it was like, like that whole console war of like NES, SNES, Nintendo 64. Yeah. Actually, if you, if you even back up before Nintendo 64, the NES and the SNES was really like, the dominant yeah, yeah. It, they were like just dominating and then when n64 came out it was kind of in competition at the time i believe with uh ps1 which is like it went cd-rom based mm-hmm. or I, i'm not sure like who you know what struck struck first and there was this kind of um you know n64 was dabbling with uh, um the cd-rom technology but they yeah. opted and took it out um but i remember going over to my friend's house we'd have like birthday parties sleepovers we just play that heck out of um you know super mario 64 and that was like mm-hmm. revolutionary even though that oh yeah you know that controller was just so weird like the trident you know mm-hmm. like just really weird like um coming from where they started they're like this is the controller you need right right and then snes were like here's a better one and then almost every other console was like you know you know, big ups to Sony would came out with the, their controller that has mm-hmm. not, you know, for the most part changed, you know, in right. what, 25 years, it still has the four buttons. Maybe mm-hmm. they added the, um, twin sticks after PS1 right. released. DualShock um, 2, right? Yeah. And they had the, um, LNR at the top. Um, mm-hmm. and like th- that was Nintendo or, um, SNES and NES form factor, this kind of like chocolate bar horizontal controller. Yeah. And then Nintendo was like, you know what? Throw everything you know about everything, like every other console, right? Mm-hmm. Which they had to differentiate themselves, I guess, because they couldn't, you know, slay the, you know, the numbers on the performance because they didn't, they right. didn't have the money, I guess, Sony and Microsoft did, right? Mm-hmm. So they had to go innovative with like motion controls and uh, Wii U with like a screen built in. Yeah. Um, and GameCube. Actually, GameCube was like one of my favorite consoles. That ever. was a great console. Yeah. And, and those and games it had a Game getting, Boy player. Yes. <laughs> which was yes. Nice. And they had this game. Um, it was called, I think, uh, like 
the four, what's it called? The four Zeldas or something. I don't know what it's called, but it was like four um, links on the screen. They were all different colors. And mm-hmm. um, forget the name of it, but you, you would have to, in order to play that multiplayer, you needed the GBA adapter for right. the GameCube. So everyone, because if you thought think about it, you have four different links on the screen, right? Mm-hmm. And you're playing a couch co-op multiplayer. If yeah. one link goes underneath into like a dungeon, it mm-hmm. has to go down to the GBA screen to show you where you are. While the other three are on the TV screen, right? Yeah. Um, it was that one and uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles on I GameCube remember that, one. that you needed the GBA adapter for certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they remastered that too, Crystal Chronicles on PS4. Yeah. And I got the physical, but I had to get it imported from I think Japan or something. How um, much did that cost you? Was it? I, I think it was like pretty much double. Um, yeah. But I mean, thanks to region free, it's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then Baldo was from, you know, Europe and that was mm-hmm. pretty much double. I mean, if you're going to buy it, you know, and if you're, you know, pro physical or whatever, you know, yeah. it's reasonable. Um, and I sent, um, I sent Nate a, uh, like a share of like final fantasy nine re- remake. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Oh dude, I, I never knew that they were remaking this. And I was like, Oh shoot, this is a video clip from five years ago. So it was like already came <laughs> out, but I think it was just mute for me because that was like the black bars on the left and the right of the TV. They didn't yeah. really stretch it. They didn't really like, they're like, they basically took the core code or the PC version mm-hmm. and like, and just shoveled it out for yeah. 59. But it's a good opportunity to get rid of those old PS one discs. Like mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you do that, but like if you have any super old physical games, I end up right. like just throwing them out or charioting them. Once I get the remastered on PS four or whatever, mm-hmm. Yeah, just because, you know, I don't want to carry that much, you know, physical, but I do want the best version of the game. But like, right, right. do you find yourself doing that with PS3? Nope. You keep them all? <laughs> no, man, I keep them all, man. I keep yeah. them. I keep these relics, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to like end up having, you know, be old and having a shit ton of crap. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not a hoarder yeah. by any means, but... um you know, they're, they're, they're small. They're in little packages. They're little boxes. Just let, you know, store them. I don't buy too many games. Yeah. But yeah, I do keep them. Even if I get a remaster, I do have some remasters from that. I bought on PS3 original and then remasters on PS4 games that I absolutely love, but I keep them both, man. Yeah. I can't part with it. (laughs) Yeah. I, I think I'm a little different in general, but specifically Mm -hmm. because of like, I think I like one of the biggest regrets of my life was, you know what? I'm going to just like take all of my games, throw out all the boxes and put them in a CD book. Oh, right? dude. And I, I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, at the time it's like, I think it was like $20,000 worth of games, right? Like I, yeah. going back to, it was PS1, PS2, PS3, um, GameCube. Um, it was like all of these, like, it was probably like, over a couple hundred boxes like you know the dvd cases right yeah even the friggin jewel cases the from books PS1, and all the books and uh so um like so it was hands down like you know the biggest regret of like 
you know, the media, like what I did with my media. So when I say that I throw out the old one, it's a way for me of like, you know, you know, accepting that blunder from the past and be like, okay, I got the new box. Cause I could, I could clearly go out and just get the, or like from cdcovers.cc or whatever, download the, and print the cover and put it in right. a, you know, vanilla thing. But I'm like, it's a way for me to like, okay, I got that one. Now I'll throw out the old one. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was like, that was pretty bad. And, yeah, man. Uh, you know what? And never jump on those kind of trends, man. When CD books yeah. came out, CD binders yeah. came out, everybody was just tossing their cases out, <laughs> just putting oh, it man. in binders. Like that trend, yeah. man, that trend is, uh, yeah. Don't jump on trends like that. Just wait a bit. I wonder if I can go to, have you ever gone to Toy Rat in Milton? No. So, um, he's open like two days a week, I think. Um, mm-hmm. it's like, um, you know, like imagine microplay or, yeah. um, you know, like there's one, at, um, you know, Brampton shoppers world or whatever. It's like got a lot of like older games, but mm-hmm. it's like way, way crazier. Um, like it almost like a museum of everything. Like, um, nice. I remember I dropped off some stuff. I had an extra Xbox 360 HD DVD player. I, I dropped them mm-hmm. off, um, you know, just to help his collection. But yeah, um, yeah. if you ever want to go there, let me know. It's on Main Street, Toy Rat. And yeah. uh, I would say the biggest collection of every single game uh, accessory like ever that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe I could get some boxes off him and like, you know, put my discs in his boxes and you know buy the boxes but he probably doesn't just have the boxes but he might mm-hmm. i mean if anyone's gonna have it like when people are throwing this stuff out i don't know yeah. they probably threw it out they probably didn't bring it to a place actually but right fuck. yeah i mean back in the day fell. nobody nobody really thought about the future yeah. right <laughs> yeah um, just toss it out arcades right where uh retro started or mm-hmm. not retro started where retro was evolving um there's that whole thing where like people are setting up full blown in their house, like arcade cabinets that either have a lot of games on them or a single focused game with the actual right. hardware, like the original, um, the original. And yeah. I remember I used to just watch people pump in quarters to um, various ones, like the Michael Jackson game where you could be mm-hmm. like four different Michael Jacksons and like, yeah the powers that he had to just nuke all these zombies and stuff <laughs> and, and uh killer instinct and mortal combat. And like, I just remember watching people just shred. People. Dude, I, I grew up at arcades, man. Like yeah. in, in Toronto, man, it was, it was just like arcades everywhere. There was a, a really big one on young and Dundas. Mm. I spent a lot of time in that, at that arcade, man, spent a lot of money and time. And yes, yeah, yeah, man, it was like, there were lineups to play street fighter it was uh it was like competitions and then you know winter stays on and it, yeah. it was just it was insane man plumes of smoke everywhere yeah because you just could remember AIDS at that oh really during that time yeah oh man oh, yeah. i remember um it was i think it was in a, a movie um called the wizard or something like that the guy had like a nintendo thing on his arm you know that accessory that you had a keyboard or something on mm. from nintendo it's called i forget what it's called um you're like um game boy um vrs i don't know whatever it was um it was like red right now i think the company thing was like this arm thing but like a virtual boy yeah virtual boy had was virtual boy the accessory was the arm or the arm was something else i think the arm was like uh 
was a glove, the power glove. Yeah, maybe. The power glove, yes. So I think there was a movie called The Wizard and, mm-hmm. or something like that. And the, yeah, the power glove and stuff like that. I just remember, I think it was in that movie or somewhere else where yeah. like the guy's on the arcade machine and he's like, dude's been crushing it for hours on a single quarter, you know, like, cause it's <laughs> like, you know, and I just remember you walk in the arcade and there's like at Aaron Mills, there's like this, you know, older guy with like, you know, very, you know, tight professional looking clothes. And he had like on his belt buckle, you know, all these like quarters where he just like pops them out and gives them to you. Cause he was essentially <laughs> the like uh, Pez, Pez dispenser, Pez dispenser for quarters. You know, <laughs> he's like, give them uh, but now they, they, they created a vending machine level things for that after. Right. Um, but I just remember like you would go at Aaron Mills, you'd, you'd hit the arcade, which was next to the uh, movie theater inside. Mm-hmm. Right. So you like hit the arcade, go to the movie. And then in the main area, there's like this putt putt golf stuff. So you have like yeah. birthday parties there. It's like, man, arcade. Um, and it was always like better experience visually, graphically, always audit- auditory auditorially with the mm-hmm. arcade machines and you bring it home. You're like this. Yeah, it's pretty good, you know, but it wasn't the same. Right. Right. But yeah. yeah arcades are awesome, man. Have you ever, have you ever played one called operation wolf? Mm-hmm. It was yeah. a gun where you had like the grenade on the side. Yeah, man. Oh my gosh. That brought back memories, man. Um, where <laughs> did you game, play that? I, I grew up playing that game at the yeah. arcades, man. So, um, at, um, Delta hotels, like, uh, mm-hmm. my, uh, my mom worked there and um, sh- there was an arcade there and that was one of the games there. And I would just go play. Nice. It was like next to the outdoor pool and mm-hmm. next to um, like this squash indoor, you know, tennis thing. Um, and I was just, I just remember like sometimes wouldn't even have a quarter. I just like stand there holding it. As people walk by, they think I'm yeah. playing it, but I'm like, really not I'm, like trying yeah. to be cool or something. Um, but yeah, the operation wolf is like crazy hard. And like, I just remember like you wanted to get those grenades on the side of the gun. Yeah, exactly. It's like the gun was so devastating. Yeah. It was so good. You know, uh, we didn't have a whole lot of, um, obviously we didn't have a lot of money. Right. So like you get, you know, get a couple of quarters, but as you're running out of quarters, you realize that, you know, this is your last quarter. What are you going to do? Right. Like funds over. So we ended up taking a hammer and flattening that quarter, right? You uh, flatten. Sorry, you don't flatten the quarter. You take five cents and you you hammer it down to the diameter of a quarter, and yeah. you kind of drill a hole right at the tip of it, yeah. and you put a string. Uh, so for five yes. cents, you can drop it in and out, in and out of the slot. Yeah, and you can just keep playing. That so worked. I ended up. It worked, man. Hundred percent working. I've oh, done wow. it. It worked perfectly. And you just put that thing back around your neck. You know, you have it on a string and, uh, you know, (laughs) you can just keep on going, man. Do you get booted for that once they find out? No, they don't. Arcades are packed. They don't know what you're doing, but I've never, I never got caught. Wow, that's so cool. How did you punch the hole in the, uh, you have to use a drill. Okay. Yeah. You have to use a drill or you can use a nail, like a sharp nail and a hammer. Yeah. You just need to get a hole right through, a small hole, and then just put either a fishing. What'd you tie, like a fishing wire? I used the regular string, but fishing wire is your best option, right? Because it's the thinnest yeah. wire. But if you're going to try it now, yeah, try fishing yeah. wire. I don't think they they patch that. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like you just yeah. got to find where the arcades are. They yeah, still have exactly. them, you know. I mean, there's still um, palladium in... Uh, yeah, but now they use cards, right? They don't use... Uh, you're right. use actually, tokens yeah, use or cards. cards and stuff, so... Yeah. Everybody's out of luck with that, that hack. 
Yeah, you just have to use it on the retro. But I mean, at at the end of the day, like if you own a retro like thing, you probably just open up the the box and you just as soon as a quarter goes in, you just I don't grab know, man. Retro is awesome. You can use it as a piggy bank. <laughs> Save your That's quarters. True. Right? If you're looking for a unique, high quality puzzle experience, then Wango Puzzles is for you. Their puzzles are handcrafted and made of premium quality wood, ensuring a long-lasting and enjoyable puzzle-solving experience. Why settle for mass-produced plastic puzzles when you can have a one-of-a-kind handmade Wango puzzle? For 10% off Wango Puzzles, use the coupon code CODEPLAY. Save that's your loonies and stuff. That's that's a, like an like, optimistic way of being like, man, I got a lot of change. You know, I need to put it in my piggy bank, but I don't have time to play Operation Wolf. <laughs> yeah. you know, you're like you gotta like you're like you know what i'd rather go spend my money because like i don't got like a week to play this game because <laughs> exactly. like you got so much because the inflation right yeah. so it's like it should be like toonies you're pumping in yeah absolutely um, i think toonies are like the standard for bell pay phones and stuff right now but is it really wrong yeah like i saw one the other day it's like insert your 20 dollar bill or I, I, <laughs> I don't know something ridiculous but pagers and pay phones yeah, pagers. I remember pagers, man. Remember the codes? Pager codes? Yeah. No, what was that? Yeah, you know, pager. pager codes where you text like three, three, seven, seven, and something else. And then you turn it upside down and says hello. Oh, really? You know, like the pager codes oh, and you like oh, draw text. Didn't. Did not know that. Oh, no, maybe a little bit. The only ones I knew of like was like star six, nine and star six, seven and. No, there were like secret pager codes and it's just kind of like, you know, you know, that acronyms and stuff that meant, you know, same thing, like, um, same thing like now, right? In text calculators. No, you can text somebody like, um, I don't know. I have no idea. I can't remember, man. My memory's fading. I'm I'm, I'm like from a pager generation, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get a pager. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, I know I've asked you your age. A couple times, I keep on forgetting. That's how. Uh, that's how elusive you are. Oh, yeah. Good old ladies. So, um, yeah. Wrapping up retro. I mean, like, what would you like to see come out of retro, retro reboots, or just um, any of that stuff in the next? I don't know. Five years. Like, if you, if you, if you wanted to say, "Hey, I love retro. I wish they do this in the next five years." Okay, so I do love retro. And what I wish is they do not touch, remake, remaster any games <laughs> that I remember and hold very dearly. Um, leave them alone. Let yeah. them be they're part yeah. of history. And uh, yeah. they're fine where they are. Yeah. Like, uh, don't ruin it. Right. If you if you get the if you get the keys and you can dust it off and make it more beautiful, like at the end of the day, just please, you know, 4K it or 8K it. But like, don't. Right. Like change the mechanics, the all that stuff. Don't add too much that it ruins these childhood memories. Cause as you see, like, you know, I'm you know, the amount of people that love certain games, and then we talk about the remaster is just like, no, you know, there are certain mm-hmm. like good ones, but like at the end of the day, like Can you point you know, out one good remaster? Yeah, the Resident Evil four. That's a say. remaster, it's not a remake. It's a remake, um, meaning that they, okay, so they didn't just take the original. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So defining remake and remaster 
Resident Evil Four in in my um, eyes is a remake because mm-hmm. the areas are different. They didn't take the same assets and like not everything is identical. Um, and I'm not I talking see. about the the people. I'm talking about the um, the maps are different. Everything's a little different. Like it, okay. they look nothing alike. Where sometimes I'm in uh, Resident Evil Four and I'm like the remastered one. I'm like, oh, this is that area, right? Mm-hmm. Where as opposed to um, they did a remaster, um, not a remake, of Resident Evil 4 on Xbox 360, which made it in 4K, which right. everything was the same. It was just they didn't even touch any of the like textures, mm-hmm. nothing, right? I would say like remaster is like, hey, just upconvert the graphics, maybe change the right. texture packs, maybe add some um, uh, light light effects, anything like that. But at the end, they don't touch the controls, don't touch right. the... Um, don't add, don't remove. And in mm-hmm. um, RE4 Remake, they removed some stuff, right? So I'm like, right. fuck, if you removed... Like, there was one thing in RE4 Remake that um, Ashley was driving this, like, mower thing that mowing down all the zombies and mm-hmm. um, Leon's on the top just sniping them all. That was completely cut from the game. There was a whole boss cut from the game right? that looked like this, I don't know, thing... It's weird. It's hard to describe stuff visually. Um, but the I, I would say the one that was a... I, I don't know if this was a remake, but when Demon Souls for PS5 came mm-hmm. out, that to me was like... If that was identical to the original in terms of levels and stuff, it was just right. basically better graphics, nothing's changed. Which I believe, if you're going to do a From Software game, it probably mm-hmm. has to because of yeah. just how technically honed that stuff was. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't feel like a, a Demon Dark Souls if they messed it messed it up too much. Right. So I think that one is a perfect example of a remaster where they they completely overhauled the graphics and stuff, but the level, the characters that um, they had the they took the original code and they were like yeah. you know. Um, optimize it right exactly so i think that's a perfect one and a- another one i didn't like is the as you know the final fantasy 7 i was gonna bring that up yeah and i'm like you know what remake, not everything right? has not to be a remake. Yeah, remake yeah remake um not everything has to be like kingdom hearts you know what i mean right. like i know that these guys went super hardcore into you know hack and slash mode and now nothing else can escape that for ff for the rest of their probably I'm just looking for that turn-based level of, you mm-hmm. know, just take the Final Fantasy seven, eight, nine, yeah, exactly the same. You know, you don't have to change anything; just make it more beautiful. Like, right. And the cool thing about that is, you just give it to a company like uh, Blue Point Games or a remaster-focused company mm-hmm. that has experience doing it, and they'll they'll take it verbatim, um, yeah, exact, and just overhaul the graphics. Nothing else changes. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we don't need these new, like, we don't want, like you said, our childhood experiences uh, degraded in any way or form, whether it's right. like, oh, yeah, this is kind of nice. But like, I, I kind of almost like feel like, you know, every time I play FF7 uh, remake, I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? Let, let me turn this off and let me go play the PC version of Final Fantasy 7 because right. th- that one you could up, up the graphics a little bit, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I know. I know when they up. did uh, Nino Kuni 
for PS3. That was that game blew me away. I love that game. And then they made love a remaster that. for PS4. Yeah. I bought yes. that. And it's actually a remaster. It looks so much better. It's 4K. Really? It looks amazing, dude. Have you played oh, yeah, the PS3 yeah. version? Yeah. Um then I think I do. Like I I want to I, I got to pick your brain about that cuz I think I have both the 4 like but only for 4. Um yeah, they did. They took the original. They just made it more beautiful and more. It, yes, it's, it looks yes. nice, man. It looks really nice. It looks like yes. you know, PS4 graphics. Yeah. So they remastered it. Exact same game mechanics are the same. The yeah. The place the plays the same. Everything's the same. And and I bought it. Beautiful. And I that's think, how um, you do it. I think I think the Last of Us. They came out with Last of Us remastered. Mm-hmm. That was on PS4, right? Right. And then they came out with The Last of Us 1. Now, I'm pretty sure it's it, it's the same thing that you're talking about, where they just basically, everything's the same. They mm-hmm. just overhauled the graphics. Yeah. Um, but I'm not 100% sure, um, because that was a bit of a departure, because um, mm-hmm. they added things like ray tracing. Um, right. So I'd have to like look at that screen by screen, but it would be nice to have like, I know you can't overly, you know, standardize things, but you know how there's a, the Peggy and the ESRB rating. Yeah, <laughs> I would like if we're going to have this like, like no offense, shovelware remaster, like make a sequel to Assassin's Creed Eleven twice or whatever. Yeah, um, can we just please have like a logo on there that says authentic remaster or um, right. a new a, a new take remake? Right, That's a good just point. like a little logo. Right yeah. to say that this is authentic. We didn't touch the original code, because mm-hmm. what's going to happen, especially with AI, is they're going to they're going to find a way to like just um, uh, decompile the code of original games and have AI remaster some of the stuff. Um, yeah, because you see these like fan remakes of like Ocarina of Time and Zelda and stuff like that, where they mm-hmm. they're not touching any of this stuff. They're just making it more beautiful. Right. Exactly. Um, um, I hope the fans really get through to the companies. Um, on this point, but you know, normally the, the lead game designer developer, like a uh, Kojima is like, we got to do this because this is what they want. And this is what I want. And then you have like Konami being like, you know, get out of here. Right. So mm-hmm. hopefully um, it'll come through, but yeah, I hope that as well. I hope that there's a bunch of new retro games that come out that are untouched, yeah. unscathed, and they're yeah. just a true remaster. Give me 12 K whatever Absolutely. it is. Yeah. Yeah, keep it going, man. We'll we'll keep buying it. <laughs> nice. All right, Rui, uh, thank you so much for your time today. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys next time on Coplay Culture.